0: Coming up, we are talking about what are the best times of year to travel to Walt Disney World. Uh, Live from the Bob Varley studio, this is The Diz Unplugged. (music) This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 767 for the week of January 13th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, Uh, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, and uh, Adventures by Disney Vacation. Visit them online at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello again and welcome everybody. We're in uh, the Bob Varley studio live here in Orlando, Florida. I am your host for the Diz Unplugged. Dustin West, and I am joined at the table this week by my good friends John Magi, Kevin Close, who is waving hello to us all, Teresa Eccles, who I haven't seen in quite a while, I know, and uh, Jenny Lynn Knopp is here as well at the I table, see and all the time. back at the production nook, we have our associate producer, Craig Williams, welcome Craig, thanks, Thanks. sorry, I was having a little jittery intro, I was just writing some things down before we started, um, well, For those of you who were watching last week, we talked about what we were looking forward to in 2015. And this week, I kind of want to focus on what are the best times of year to travel to Walt Disney World. So when you're booking your vacation, there's a lot of considerations. One of those considerations is Disney has different price ranges throughout the year. Um, They have their value seasons. They have about five different main seasons now that they've kind of changed up things. It used to just be peak season and value season. And now they have value season. They have peak season. They have summer season. They have fall season. And they have holiday season. Those are the five... Uh, main ones. and each one has a different price range for the different hotels. And so depending on you know how your family is structured, if you have kids, if you don't have kids, uh, how your job, uh, the, the time off you can get from your job, all that plays an effect to Disney's version of their pricing. And so their pricing might go against what you can, you can go with. So if you have kids and you can only travel in the summer, that's their peak season, that's gonna be some of the more expensive pricing. And so that's kind of the stuff that we wanna talk about. Um, But I wanted to open this discussion up um, talking to you guys at the table, maybe get some experience from you guys before you live down here. Um, What was your time that you traveled? What worked best for you? And um, for those of you that have kids, how did that work with you know, only being able to have the summers off, and, or the winters off, and you know, maybe we can open up a discussion about whether or not Well, not whether or not, but you know, how, how does it work you know, taking your kids out of school for this kind of thing? So maybe we can start with that. When did you guys typically travel before you came down?
1: Way back in the dark ages, mm-hmm. before the internet, we traveled early December. Yeah. Early December catch. was the peak time to travel for us because it was low crowds, kids are still in school, prices in general are lower. That has completely changed. The internet has completely changed that. Mm-hmm. And now early December is one of the most crowded times to come. I mean, that's kind of why we do our party early on because we started that when it was a little bit slower. Yeah. And people could get hotel rooms, but... No more. I don't know. I'm not even sure anymore if there's even can be considered a slow season at Disney. I don't think so.
2: Not anymore. Um, Disney seems to be very smart in planning events during what has traditionally been the slow seasons. These marathons, for example, are a big one that they are using as fillers. And it's very effective in bringing the crowds in during the times when most people would be there. But there are still a few times during the year that you can get those low crowd levels as well, but it's just a lot fewer than previously.
0: The way I kind of want to structure this uh, segment is we're going to go down the calendar and talk about what are the different seasons and what's going on throughout the year and what to plan for and what to plan around. Um, But in what you just said, there's really only in the last couple years, only two times of year that have been typically slow. And like you're saying. Disney has started to change that. They see that it's slower, so they start adding things, January being one of them. Now you have the Marathon weekend. There's also Martin Luther King weekend um, in there as well. Uh, And then, of course, uh, September was kind of this off period. Well, now, historically, free dining has been coming in through September. Also, they've been pulling back and pulling back further the Food and Wine Festival, Into September, yeah, back the Halloween party, and the Halloween party as well.
3: (coughs) Starts in July now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, um, have any of you guys felt the need to travel in the summer or in the holiday, like the Christmas holiday time, because that's when your kids have been off of school?
4: Okay, before we moved here, we would come. I'm not a summer traveler, mainly because of the heat. I don't. I would not. I wouldn't pick the summer to come down because Mm -hmm. of the heat. And but when the kids are smaller, it's easy to travel in the times that they're in school because it's easier to take a smaller child out of school. I think that's my opinion anyway. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> Once they get older in middle school and high school, it's harder and harder to to um, justify it with the teachers. You know, yeah. little kids they can make a report or they can talk about it, and it's a and life experience. When they're older,
2: they've got projects and exams. Right. And so,
4: so for me, I would, I have no trouble taking the kids out of school if they're a certain age. And it's a school system, too. A lot of the school mm-hmm. systems will let you do it.
1: And it's also a change in education, too. Uh, schools are going to different calendar years, and there's a lot of people who are homeschooling their kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more flexibility in when people can travel. Right.
4: In some schools, I know the school district we had in Georgia, we had a full week off every February, a full week off um several times a year in, in addition to spring break and all so that would be a good time to pick too if your schools because
0: they're splitting up the school year sometimes going to all your schools mm-hmm. so you know you have more breaks throughout the year i know i feel like i i don't really need to clarify it but if there are people that are listening maybe that are are not from the united states that aren't familiar with our school system typically what happens is you have basically june through august off Uh, The summer, those three summer months. And then, of course, you have most uh, uh, half of December, half of January off for the Christmas time time frame. And that's what we've kind of scheduled. That's what Disney has clearly scheduled their seasons around is that type of school year.
1: Well, I mean that's that's very typical for when people will travel. Yeah. Usually the the joke we do, what we say is when people say, When's the best time to come? Come when the kids are in school. Yeah. That's in general the, the blanket yeah. answer that we give people. Obviously there's tweaking and adjusting to that. But the other thing that happens too is now there's like special holidays. Like New Jersey has New Jersey week, yeah. which is when the teachers have off. So that's become a huge draw into Disney. There's people, Pop Warner Week. Pop Warner Week. I mean there's, mm-hmm. whole, there's all these things week. that are influencing that crowd level is no longer just you know when the kids are out of school anymore
0: i know when i was growing up and coming to disney throughout all the way up till graduating high school we always came in the summer because that's when we could travel and my parents didn't feel like they wanted to take me out of school so when i first moved down here there were all these new experiences that i had i had never had food and wine uh, gar- uh flower and garden Uh, Star Wars weekends all that stuff I never got to experience because I was restricted to the summer season now if you look at the summer season typically uh, historically that's when Disney World is at its peak in terms of most of the rides are open. There's not a lot of rehabs going on and stuff, but there's also not a lot of special events going on. Now, only recently, last year, they did the uh, the Frozen Summer Fun, and they'll do a few things like that. Um, there's been a Friday the 13th Villains thing uh, two summers ago. But again,
2: those have been in Hollywood Studios, so I think that's more of a trying to even out the crowds park-wise, getting yeah. more people into the studios, whereas, you know, prior studios isn't usually the most popular park. Yeah.
0: So I, I think we can, we can look at this discussion of, I, I don't think it's really a judgment of whether or not you should take your kids out of school to come travel uh, to Disney World. I think that responsibility is on each individual parent, you know, for their child, But if you do decide to do that, there are some benefits of coming off of the summer season. There's more special events going on. It's not as crowded, and you might even find better prices.
2: And better weather.
0: And better weather, too. Yeah, absolutely. So I kind of wanted to go down uh, the calendar and talk about the different seasons that exist and some of the different pricing that exists uh, for the hotels. Now, right now, we're in what's called value season. And the value season stretches all the way to from right now, which is the beginning of January, to the middle of February. And sprinkled throughout that are different little events that change the pricing at your hotels. So, Marathon Weekend just ended in that. We saw a little bit of an increase in, in the resort rates and Martin Luther King Junior Weekend, 16th through the 18th of January, another slight increase. But in general, it is pretty slow here. And you can get, uh, for an all star sports, um, you know, uh, a, a value resort, you can get a standard room uh, around $96 uh, per night during the weekdays and on the weekends, $130. Um, So this really is a good a good time of year to travel.
1: Well, that's the other thing too is that Disney systems have become more sophisticated, so they can yield their rates night to night. Mm -hmm. So you can have where Monday through Thursday is a great time to travel because the price is low, but they're going to jack the rates on the weekend. So you know it's it's hard to do that thing now. It says well when is it the cheapest? It just yeah. And, and, And the
0: other thing about coming in January and February is that there's not too much going on in the parks the holiday stuff has just ended though we did see while we were doing the seven and seven that the holiday decorations have been extended this year till uh basically yesterday they just finished uh, on the 12th of january finished doing the uh, uh cinderella castle lights that are frozen themed now they just finished doing that and there's and there's not too much uh else going on a lot of stuff is in rehab or refurbishment during January or February. So there is that trade-off. You're going to get better prices on the weekdays, but not as much.
2: Maybe missing out a little bit on the full experience.
0: Exactly. Um, The next season is the start of the peak season. Uh, And this is the first peak season that happens throughout the year. This is kind of around the spring break time, Uh, the middle of February moving into the end of march um so you know all the all the different schools they all do different spring breaks and um again there's stuff sprinkled throughout there uh which is president president's weekend um is going to have a slightly increased price over what the peak season is but again for a value resort you can get uh, $153 per night on a, a weekday and 186 on the weekends. So it, A
3: lot of folks have President's Week off, not yeah. just a weekend. It's a week, yeah. President's really? Week is really kind of popular and really? really kind of crowded.
0: I never celebrated a full week for oh, the Presidents. Oh, we did in Georgia,
4: yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we used to have Washington's birthday and Lincoln's birthday. Now it's just
1: one old big yeah. That's because you also celebrated those Confederate presidents That's too. That's right, we did.
3: <laughs>
1: I think you'll find
3: that a lot of the country has Presidents Week off. Yeah,
0: I didn't know that. I always thought it was just a Monday. <laughs> um, but also in that some
3: place, I apologize for interrupting. No, some places call it winter break.
0: Yeah, winter break, really?
3: It's a trend, Dustin.
0: A trend that I was not familiar with. It has
3: a trend. I'm 56. I had President's Week off when I was in school, so it's not a new trend.
4: Oh, we just Uh had the, you know, the day you did the Lincoln coloring sheet (laughs) and the day you
3: did the Washington coloring (laughs) sheet. Never mind. (laughs) I don't want you to think that this, like, bit sprung up on you. Okay. It's been around a while.
0: Teresa's been coloring in history ever (laughs) since the fourth grade. First <laughs> um, there's also the uh, Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend uh, in February, so that's uh, February this year, February 19th through the 22nd. So that's something to look uh, to look out for. Um, like we said in the news show, the marathon weekends. They can make things a little bit busier. The Princess Half Marathon's not nearly as big as the January Marathon, but it, it's something to be aware of that it's going on and it can slow down your traffic. That's really the only consideration uh, in that regard. It, it's not going to um, uh, boost the prices or anything like that. In my
2: opinion, the weeks during when all the schools are on spring breaks, the crowd levels get to be uncomfortable that's one of my least favorite times to be in the park
0: march and march and is march just and like April. you have spring break and easter which can get I'd pretty busy easter's yeah, on i my tend to get cranky sure just want
3: you to know is it really which day is that April 6th. i knew
0: that Ooh, happy birthday it's late
3: it is late this year
0: <laughs> um moving on from february you have uh again peak season in march uh, but a, after Easter, which is April fifth this year, April fifth, uh, <laughs> there's there's an uh, Easter season. Like the way Disney does this is so weird that their prices are based on on these on these seasons. Easter season is March twenty ninth through April eleventh. Again, the prices are going to be up there and it's going to be crowded.
3: Well, that's because some people take the fr- they, you know, leave the Saturday before Easter and end on Easter Sunday. And other people will, you know, not do that, start on,
1: you know, they they just take the week after right, sort of thing, right? Start with Easter Sunday and go the week after. There's also something else that happens too is Disney is sort of casting a wider net with their pricing. They're making it more expensive up front when they do their rack rate, but then they're bringing it back with things like codes and discounts that come out. So what they're doing is they're, they have much more flexibility now to look at those room nights and see who's in there and who's not. It's easier in the front to say, let's make this six week spring break window and then later sort of adjust it so they can fill rooms. But okay, it's you know they, they're playing with these rates constantly. Yeah. So it's hard to do sort of generalities when it comes to that. Now I don't know about you guys, but I probably wouldn't plan my vacation
0: around Easter you know there's for Easter specifically there's not too much going on at the parks I don't even know that they do a parade anymore Um, but uh, one of the things that is going on during Easter starting March 4th this year through May 17th is the Flower and Garden Festival would you guys recommend planning a vacation around the Flower and Garden Festival? It's my
3: favorite time of year at Epcot It
0: usually it usually falls over Mother's Day somehow um, so it's. Somehow. I've I've always been able to find like a good Mother's Day present, you know, at Flower and Garden. Yeah. That's always been kind of my tradition with my mom. She still has, she still has a little uh, uh, garden rock that has Mickey saying "Welcome Home" on it that Aww. has faded into oblivion, but it's. It was a good <laughs> it's gift. Still out in front of her uh, front yard
2: for years now. They've always given. If you go on Mother's Day, they give every child that comes into the park a carnation to give
0: to their mom. Oh, that's right. They do. They do. They that. still
2: do that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah,
0: they do. Whoa. So, you know, you still have... It's still what's considered regular season, except for the week uh, the week of Easter. It's regular season throughout the uh, Flower and Garden Festival. So you're going to get, uh, again, at a value resort, you'll get uh, $123 during the week, and weekends, $156. That's not, that's not outrageous for, for that time frame. Um, but after after the flower and garden festival, after you get through, uh, you get through May, you're moving into the summer season, what Disney considers the summer season. And this is one of the more expensive seasons throughout the year. Again, this is what we were talking about earlier. All the kids are out of school. All the Brazilian high school kids are celebrating their graduation or whatever. And going on those tour groups, it's hotter than Africa. And it is, uh, it's packed.
2: Well, if you go before Memorial Day, I would. I disagree a little because whenever my family went, this was when we went. We went in May. We went in the first half of May. We avoided Memorial Day weekend like the plague. But mm-hmm. but prior to that, um, the weather was great. It was a little bit on the warm side, but you don't get the like you know sauna feeling that you get during the summers. The crowds weren't that bad yet, and um, we were we DVC members and. Um, the dvc calendar actually um, sections off may as what they call the dream season and it's actually it uses a lot less points oh. than in other seasons i don't i'm not we again we're at dvc and stayed on dvc points i don't know what the prices in the parks were but we always went in may i homeschooled for many years so the school calendar wasn't an issue for us but when we did switch to public school I I still take my kids out of school so that we can go in May, and we miss that you know one week.
1: You know, it's, it's very typical of even the other pricing up until Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit less, and then once Memorial Day hits, the rest yeah, of the summer is. Yeah, we would
2: never. We don't. We have, that Memorial Day weekend gets pretty crowded, and after that, it's you know it it comes back down a little bit after Memorial Day weekend, but you know it's still a bit more crowded. First part of May, it's, in my opinion, perfect.
0: I remember the last couple of years that I've worked at Disney World. It was this really bizarre, this really bizarre week where it's like after Easter but before Memorial Day, and it is—it's like eerily quiet. It's like the calm mm-hmm. before the storm. Yeah, you've had you've had the uh, you've had the spring break and the Easter stuff happening, and then there's this weird week where it is very quiet and the weather is beautiful, and
2: the knobs are there,
0: and then
2: <laughs> so, <uh-oh>. summer happens. <laughs> okay.
3: After Easter and before Memorial Day is almost like a two-month thing, so it's kind of confusing to talk about a certain week. I'm talking about the beginning of May. Yeah,
0: Remember? that's okay. I'm sorry, I used and the May word week.
3: Like, Memorial Day is like the end of the month, so there's three weeks, so <laughs> you know, before in May. So it's one of those things that
1: well, Dustin also said it was like up until what? What did the pricing go up till to, to like April 11th or something? When you were looking at that, yeah, the Easter the Easter time frame that
0: they have the Easter season is March 29th through April 11th, so
1: like the second week in April through the third week in May.
0: Yeah, it's you know, five it's weeks. kind of the sweet spot. Yeah, I shouldn't have used the word week.
1: It's just I was it it confused yeah. me so.
0: And, you know, all of this is, all of this is being said so uh, that you guys can have some better understanding of, you know, what are the different time frames that Disney considers and what are the events going on during those times. So you have to balance that stuff out. And that's why I want to give this information out is, is that balance between... However, one- in May, don't we start Star Wars weekend? Yes. That's another consideration. So
2: that would be that park would be the exception to what I am saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars Weekends. Well, and again, those are the weekends, so the studios during the week are not that bad, but the weekends are packed out. Um,
0: that's May 15th through June 14th this year, and the, like you said, those are on the weekends, and as we said last, uh, last episode, the last segment we did, That's if you're not into Star Wars Weekends, you probably want to avoid that. But in general, I, I don't know that it affects the rest of the parks. Um, in terms of crowds,
2: we, yeah, my family hasn't noticed that yeah. um, except for in the studios. The studios is very busy, and that's on the weekends. So, if you
1: take into account Easter, Memorial Day, and Star Wars weekends, you have seven hours.
2: Which <laughs> <perfect>. <laughs> <laughs> for that week. Yeah. Seven hours on a
4: Wednesday afternoon. It's right, perfect.
1: Um, and okay. I, I agree. I think people who come for Star Wars weekends come for the weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't think they stay all week. So the rest of the week is light. I think you pick another resort and it's another park and it's fine.
0: Yeah, and then summer season starts May 29th through July 2nd. Well, it really really goes through August 15th, but there's some things peppered in there. Um, There's the 4th of July uh, weekend that they consider July uh, 3rd through the 4th as special pricing. It's slightly more than the already increased summer pricing. Um, and then it's crowded with a
3: capital crawl yeah
0: yeah 4th of July weekend would you guys if you were if you were living not in Orlando if you were living
1: somewhere else would you travel here for 4th of July
3: absolutely positively positively not
1: based based on the fact of crowds and heat and things like that I would say no however you know things are different if that were it and I was trying to slice my vacation time by the minute which is what I used to do you would consider, well, Fourth of July weekend, I've got a day off. So maybe that's you travel or something like that. You know, you always have to take that into consideration, too, is what does your vacation time look like? Not everybody can just go whenever they want.
3: It's very warm and very crowded. You miss something at the beginning of June. There's gay days. And this sends people into fits and fever every year. And people talk about it being gay days week and how Mm -hmm. it's going. You won't notice a difference. This first Saturday in May, the Magic Kingdom will be crowded. Right. That's it. In May or June? First Saturday in June. Did I June say May? I'm, I'm sorry. The first Saturday in June. Other than that, you're going to hear all about this that, you know, that the other parks are going to be affected. They're not. Right. And there will be more gay people in the Magic Kingdom on Saturday afternoon. The only difference is they decide to let you know who they are. They're there all year <laughs> round. They're, they're there all the time. <laughs> they're all year round. <laughs> However, they've put on red t shirts
0: so you can recognize right. them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And um, Oh, I forget what I was going to say. We were on the 4th of July. We were on the 4th of July. Oh, I was going to say about the 4th of July that, of course, uh, both Magic Kingdom and Epcot, and I'm not sure if this year uh, Hollywood Studios will do anything, but Epcot and Magic Kingdom put on a heck of a fireworks Incredible display. Incredible fireworks. I will tell you, my one experience being in the Magic Kingdom for the 4th of July fireworks is once the fi- the last firework goes off, it's like being on i four at rush hour. Mm-hmm. You can't move, even if you just want to go to like Tomorrowland over the bridge or Adventureland over the bridge. It's like being in traffic.
2: The Fourth of July in those two parks, in my opinion, is very similar to being in the parks; those two parks on New Year's Eve. Yeah, the crowds are insane. The um, parks
3: close those days. They go into level closing. It's do they
0: really?
2: It's mm. very intense. So you have to be ready to more i mean be in crowds and you feel like a sardine at times i there was um one year i was at epcot for the fourth of july and i this is not an exaggeration after it was over it took me two and a half hours to get out of my parking space not the parking lot my parking space because people kept driving behind me and no one would allow me <laughs> enough room to pull out of my oh, space you need to me
4: work, work, yeah, i
2: so. just had the kids go to sleep and i'll you know huh. in the car and i was like we'll get home when we get home That's i guess
0: I, if i was traveling with another adult i'd get somebody to start directing traffic like you know yeah. stop <laughs> i get yeah, well it wasn't it was yeah. just
2: it was just me and the children i'm not gonna have my kids stand out in the parking lot <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah no literally it was crazy so just be aware if it's a it's a great event but you've got to be ready for the crowds and the heat
0: and the heat yeah and just while we're on the the topic of crazy summer crowds and stuff like that, I just want to mention briefly um, that, of course, a uh, website exists called TouringPlans.com. <laughs> and when you're there during the day, when you're on the ground, um, they offer a great way to not only know which parks you you should go to on which day or what time of year to travel in general, but also attraction by attraction. You should do this one first. You should yeah. do that one first. It is a, it is a subscription based service. Um, you can start at 1295 uh, for one full year of a subscription. You can plan out your whole vacation. It's touring com, and it really helps you. Um,
2: Those itineraries you know, are amazing. It Len testa is in charge of mm-hmm. that website. I actually used to work for him for a yeah. while. Um, he's one of the authors for The Unofficial Guide to Walt Disney World and has an immense amount of knowledge. And um, they come up with these itineraries actually through... an algorithm. It's very scientific. The research yeah. that they that goes into these, um, the calculations of these itineraries is intense and um, surprisingly accurate. I've used them a number of times. I've done well every single time I've used one. The, the only thing that I wonder now is I'm not sure how FastPass Plus has affected that. Right. Um, that could have, I haven't tried one since FastPass Plus, but I know that prior to, um, those itineraries were tip top. Something I always recommended to people.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. In the past, I think uh, Pete has used it for you know planning a weekend or something like that, um, and those itineraries have been very helpful. So it's something to think about if you if you want to you know plan your day out or decide you know which parks to hit uh, based on their, their, their scientific their
2: crowd calendar <laughs>
0: crowd calendar stuff. Uh, and there's examples on their homepage, so you can check that out at touringplans.com. <laughs> Um, moving on from the summer season, uh, you go into just another small little value season. And, and it's what I was talking about earlier. It's that that early September, that late August to early September. Again, it's where we've seen them kind of uh, revealing their free dining. They want to draw people in there. It's the start of the new school year. So a lot of people aren't traveling. So Disney has thrown out not only lower prices for the hotel rooms but sometimes you know the free dining to draw more people in to make it not so slow anymore
3: i think also people think that because it gets cooler in the northern part of the country september is the hottest most humid most
0: storm prone
3: month we have that's 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 hurricane
0: season and it is so humid
3: we do not get that you know school starts and the temperature starts to drop yeah. no that doesn't have to it on and go back yeah. to no. school no. you remember
0: the calendars in school this is where not, sep- right this September is not sweater weather
3: <laughs> yeah this is holy moly it's hot and humid mm-hmm. and the cho- that's the biggest chance of a hurricane
0: yeah but it's also lowest the crowd levels lower crowd levels and when you get those afternoon showers if it's not a hurricane um most parks really empty out. So yeah. you can find some pretty empty parks after like 2 or 3 uh, p.m. Uh, people have vacated. Uh, but
3: again, for the northern part of the country, we're in the, when I lived in Albany, if you got a, a shower, it would cool it down the rest of the day. All the showers do in September here is make it steam after that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so I'm not trying to drive anyone away. You just, if you're looking to know what's going on, It's hotter after it rains.
0: I love watching the steam come off the asphalt. Right, (laughs) it's a beautiful feeling. It really is.
3: Very good for your pores. Very bad for your hair.
2: (laughs) When um, when we had said we were going to talk about you know the best times to go, the May and September are my two picks. Yeah. um, Based just on crowd levels, not not weather. Kevin's completely right. It's. Mm -hmm. You know, how does the sun here in September? It's hateful. It is. Yeah. It is hateful. You're and I burned. even, I even like the heat, and it's hot for me. So I
0: was gonna. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I was gonna say it's like living in someone's hot breath.
3: <laughs> oh, well, I mean that would probably. Ew. But when you step out of the house, it feels like someone wraps a hot, wet blanket around yeah. you. Yeah.
2: But if that is sorry. not an issue for you, the crowd levels are. Probably the lowest all year round. Um, it, in my opinion, in my experience, September is it. Like, especially right after the schools start, there is virtually no one in the parks um, usually, um, more so than May. Like, we always went in May, but the truth is, September is kind of where it's at, minus the weather.
0: Now, another thing that starts in this, uh, September, I'm sorry, is the, if I can find it, uh, the Food and Wine Festival. Starting in sept, uh, September 19th, going to November 11th this year, uh, and dates have. Oh, uh, and that was just October. Right, mm-hmm. and dates have not been announced yet for uh, the Halloween party and the Halloween decorations and stuff. But last year it started September 1st they, and went they through. Ca- they
4: cannot go um, earlier than
0: that, can they?
4: True. Sure.
0: Do sure. you think they would push it to All August? Right. puts their <laughs> Halloween oh, stuff down in April. I know,
4: I know, but they just—it's just. It's just so, I can't see them down. I'm
2: wondering if that will bring more people in September. Well, that season... Um, if you're wanting season. to experience the Halloween party, we did it at the beginning of September September this year. It was a great time to go to the Halloween party. It just wasn't anywhere close to Halloween. by the time
0: Halloween rolled around, I had forgotten that I thought we already did Halloween. Yeah, It's
2: true. It kind of of messes up. That value season,
0: (laughs) that weird little value season runs from August 16th to September 10th. So it's possible that you could do the Halloween party in that value season. But then September 19th, like I was saying, is the start of the Food and Wine Festival. And like you said, They keep expanding it on either end. Um, The fall season, starting with Halloween and food and wine, is when Disney really starts rolling. There's something always going on.
3: But to go back, keep Mm -hmm. in mind that food and wine festival on the weekends is like Star Wars Mm weekend.
0: It can get very busy on Fridays and Saturdays. It becomes a very
3: local thing to do after work on Friday and all day Saturday and Sunday. So if you think you're going to avoid the crowds during value season... Food and wine festival is very, very crowded on the weekends. Yeah.
0: And but it's worth it in my opinion. It is so much fun. Even if parking is a little harder at Epcot that day or you know the bus takes longer, I, I wouldn't miss food and wine for anything. And honestly, out of all the events in the year, not not just, you know, what are the best rates. But of all the events in the year, if I had to plan just one thing, it would be around food and wine. I would have to, if I could only come once during the year it would have to be around food and wine. But
4: would you plan it early? I'm sorry. Would you plan it early or would you plan it later in so you could do the Halloween thing, too?
0: Again, it goes September 19th to November 11th. I would do it, yeah. I would probably do it a little closer to Halloween to be able to get that. So you can get it all in, yeah.
3: You're coming up on my favorite weekend. It's in November.
0: And I'm going to guess that that's Festival of the Masters. Mm
3: -hmm. But it's also the end of food and wine. It's the Halloween, I'm sorry, not the Halloween party. It's the beginning, usually, of the Christmas party. Mm -hmm. It's a great weekend to be here. And the weather's not hateful.
0: No, it's, it's getting it back down. It's usually
3: dry. The
4: humidity's gone down. Right. Yeah. We
2: start to get the chill, like at that.
4: See, end I of like October. that, though. I like it. I know it's getting good when Stella comes home from school and she doesn't look like Diana Ross. And
1: her hair is not so huge. I know it's starting to cool off. <laughs> she takes her sequin dress off before she comes home. <laughs> <laughs> she stops singing Billie Holiday songs.
4: Her hair just gets so huge. So, you know, it's awesome when that's your cool barometer
0: one. that's my
3: barometer <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that that fall season like I said that's when there's so many events going like you said Festival of the Masters there's also the uh, Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic uh, last year it was October 31st through the November 1st they haven't released the dates yet but there's all kinds of stuff going through that fall season
3: I like that better than Food and Wine D- yeah it is about 100% better how did
0: you like it this year though I loved
3: it they have chairs the weather was gorgeous <laughs> It was. You buy one band, and you walk around and try what you want. You don't have to fumble with change. You don't have to yeah. fumble with a card. You don't have to fundle, fun, fundle, fumble <laughs> with that little gift card you buy. Um, I like it 100% better. Right.
0: I I think they're two unique experiences that I like. I, I don't know that I could say I like one more than the other, in my opinion. But that fall season goes from um, September... Uh, sorry, September 11th through December 10th, and there's a lot going on through then. Like you said, after Festival of the Masters starts up the Christmas season, and of course, Epcot, um, Magic Kingdom, everybody does Christmas, some to varying degrees and some not so much. If you guys were living not in Orlando, would you would you visit during the the holidays? Uh, based on what you see you know with 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 the crowds, is it worth it uh to to face the crowds to see the Christmas decorations?
1: I say, yeah, for sure, especially Just early, yeah, but early, right, especially now we talk about how these these uh, time frames have expanded out. You can hit those Christmas decorations really early. You don't have to be here when it becomes hatefully busy well to to
0: point that out, you have the fall season going through December tenth where on the weekdays at a value resort, you can get uh, up to December 10th, you can get a value resort for 111 dollars. Whereas, if you and you could still see the decorations, the holiday decorations. Whereas the holiday season starts December 18th, that's 199 dollars.
4: But the difference here is also if you have children, the, they've just been out of school for Thanksgiving. You, the first couple of weeks of December, sometimes you're testing, you're doing all kinds of stuff. So it's hard to. That's when you just leave them with the. Grandma, go, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave the kids. Because it's hard. Because then you've got Christmas vacation coming up. So a lot of people, that's the only time they're going to go.
3: We used to leave for Florida. Now, this is, I've lived here for 20 years. We used to leave for Florida on the day after Thanksgiving and would mm-hmm. go for 10 days at the beginning of December. And yes, we missed school. Yeah. But at that time, that was dead. Yeah. There was no one here and yeah. the weather was perfect.
0: Now, I just want to, we've gone through the year, we've listed the main events, and we've seen the different seasons and pricings that Disney does. I, w- I want to go around, and based on this knowledge, or based on past experience, tell me what would be the best time that you think to travel to Disney World, based on prices, based on events going on, or based on what you love to do. Either one. And we'll kind of get a rounded opinion, and see what some of the best times are. Teresa, if you'd like to go first.
1: Mm.
4: Personally, for me, I would say January and February, because the weather is a giant factor for me. Mm-hmm. And then my, now that my children are older, if I didn't live here, that would be the time I think I would come back. Um, but if, like you said, there's a lot of canth- a lot of um, rehab going on, then so yeah. that would be hard. That would have to factor in. I don't think that would factor in for me personally. But I think
0: because you can enjoy the parks without having to do every single run.
4: I can enjoy. Yeah, I don't have to do everything, but. From an agent standpoint, a travel agent standpoint, I would – I try to tell my clients, you just, you know, make a list of what's important. If this is very important for you to do these rides and do all these things, then that wouldn't be a good time. If you can't take your kids out of school, then that wouldn't be a good time. Because, I mean, I have clients that travel every month of the year, different clients every month. And they're all doing it for their own particular reason, whether it's the pricing, the schools, the weather – or what's in the reham. special events. Special that events. Are going on at yeah. That time. So.
3: You see, for us, getting out of the winter was a huge thing. Coming in the winter, that's besides coming to Disney World, that's why you came to Florida.
0: I think right now it's in the negative degrees
3: in some and that's, places. Uh, that's up another north reason. Right
4: now. I've got clients that are cruising or coming down to Walt Disney World now because they remember what it was last winter for them <laughs> in the East and the Midwest. And they're going to get the heck out of Dodge before. You know if that ever happens. And honestly,
0: should. that's one of the reasons why a lot of people tend to plan their vacations in January and February. Is mm-hmm. they're all doing this, yeah. <laughs> chilly, chilly, chilly. I need to think about yeah. something warm. How about you, JL? I know you've already kind of touched on it.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: Um. I mean, we always went in May, but the truth is. In my opinion, I still think September is the best from a family perspective. I mean, the the weather is hot. We discussed that. But like I said before, the crowd levels are low. You've got a couple events that you can attend there. The Halloween party is a big one. They're now doing that in September. and We've talked about food and wine, which is wildly popular. So it's your chance to attend those events without the massive crowds that can attend them, you know, towards the later, uh, the back half of October. Right. Um, and... The weather is is pretty miserable at times, but we always pushed through that. I don't know. When you're a mom with kids, you just learn to push through things. Yeah. So, uh-huh. <laughs> except, except if you're Teresa, well, who is I mean,
4: secretly a polar bear. Or your children have issues. You know, I mean, I had my children were all freakishly different, and and in good ways. I mean, some of them can't stand anything.
3: Freakishly different is usually a compliment.
4: <laughs> yeah. you know, some of one of my of my three children can push through the Mm -hmm. the weather and all and one cannot so you know you gotta play it by ear you You gotta take your
2: your very individual especially freakish children into account (laughs) but mine were the kind where we would just push through and you know that is when I would pick I would pick September
3: did okay. your kids listen to the show? Yeah,
2: they did. <laughs> Sadly, they did. Is I
1: there think, a
3: therapy fund
1: somewhere? They so don't talk, talk to me on Wednesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that.
0: I think for me, I'd probably pick uh, early October before Columbus Day um, because you've got food and wine going on, you've got Halloween going on, and it's closer to Halloween than, you know, in September. And yeah. Labor Day? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the weather is gonna s- kind of start to get better than it was in September. I need a light sweater. Um, yeah. but um, for me, yeah, it's got to be around. It's got to be around food and wine and uh, and around Halloween. It's just my favorite. The fall oh. decorations
2: yeah. are just amazing. They're, I yeah. mean, I, I love Christmas. But there's something about the fall decorations that just really appeal to me. Really? In the parks, yeah. I like the Christmas decorations.
4: Falls, it's nice. I mean, I love fall. I love Halloween, but I like the Christmas decorations better.
2: The Christmas decorations are pretty fantastic. But I just like fall.
0: How about you, John?
1: If I were to consider where kevin and i are in our life right now mm-hmm. and say we didn't live here and this wasn't our job we'd go to paris no, <laughs> 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 really? we would probably travel multiple times because mm-hmm. we'd be in a, probably in a place where we'd have more uh-huh. vacation and a little bit more free time and no kids so we'd probably come in january when the crowds were low and the weather was better but we'd also come during food and wine we'd also come during uh christmas time so i think that it depends on where you are in your life. Not a lot of people do that. Not a lot of people can do that. But yeah. that's why I think, if I think about us, here's what we would do in order to travel.
3: But see, we have a lot of friends who can, you know, and but they it's do because that. of where we are. As John mm-hmm. said, it's because of our age. You know, I don't have children. All I have to do is board my dogs. Um, so it opens up a, a wider range of possibilities. So
1: what I, what I think what I'm saying is if you have the opportunity... I don't think it's you know Sophie's choice. You don't have to just come at this time. If you have the opportunity, you can break that vacation up and take several trips to Disney. Well, I know a lot of our listeners it, it seems like every other week they're
0: saying I'm going to be in down in Disney you know they're coming they're doing shorter weekends or shorter trips, but for more spe- trips it seems <laughs> like a lot of them speckled well, throughout the year. The yeah. other
1: thing too is we would have DVC. And DVC offsets the price tremendously, mm-hmm. so we'd have the flexibility of traveling a little bit more at that time. However, if we were had kids and that kids of school age and that were a consideration, and I wanted to come to Disney, I would come in the summer. I would do Wouldn't whatever I could. You. Now I would come well, the- are
4: you, the, you? Would you take your kids out of school if you had kids, or not?
1: Uh, you know, it's a tough one. I think it would depend on the kids. Yeah, It, it depend all depends
4: on, on the family right. and the,
1: your, the school system. It depends on all of if that. If you had a kid who was really good and doing okay and could handle missing time at school and you didn't think right. that it was going to be a detriment to them. Because there are some kids who don't want to take time off from school. Right, right. My friends, Roger and Kathy, have a granddaughter who missed a cruise because she refused to take time off from yeah. school.
4: Or it will set them back in school if, if they right. miss the school.
2: Yeah, so. and some of that is also dependent on when you're taking them out of school. Yeah. Like if you're I taking just, them out in the beginning of September, school just started, they're not going to be that far into their curriculum
3: yet. However, that's a really but, important time because yeah. they're all getting to know each that's other and they're kind time. of finding a place. Oh, yeah. yeah,
2: so you've got to take a lot of things into account. But sense. as far as I academically. Just,
3: there is no judgment here about whether people take their kids out of oh, school. no. No one, there's no judgment at all. Only
1: you can make that decision. Exactly. But I think all things considered, knowing how my opinion of Disney used to be and how I would travel, I would go whenever I could. Yeah. So if it meant going in the middle of summer and it was hot and it was terrible and it was expensive, that's what I would do. So.
0: How about you, Kevin? you agree with what John's saying? Absolutely not.
3: Parts <laughs> of it, yes. Yeah. Um, I used to have that same thing. If you told me, listen, Disney World's on fire. Do you want to go? I would have been the first one in line. Sure, let's go. It doesn't matter. There's nothing that could keep me from it. At this point in my life I would never travel in the summer. I yeah. find it oppressively hot and you just want to enjoy yourself. It makes it no, it makes me it changes my attitude so quickly. The crowds and the heat, it's not it's not the right time for me. In my opinion the best month to go is November. I don't This is just for me. Mm -hmm. I don't like to travel at Thanksgiving. I have realized we've tried several times to be away for Thanksgiving, and I find that when I'm away, I'm trying to recreate what I have at home when we have Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. at home, and that's nearly impossible. And I don't want to change my tradition enough to travel at that time, but if you slice Thanksgiving weekend out of this... Anytime time in November, the beginning of December, I think the weather is perfect here in Florida. It's warm enough that you can walk around during the day in t- a t-shirt if you've got a, and bring a sweatshirt with you at night. And I think there's something kind of cool about sitting and watching yeah. the fireworks and getting your sweatshirt out and getting all warm and snugly. I'm
1: gonna throw another thing into the mix too. We've become friends with a lot of people from the show and from the boards and from right. the travel agency. We would probably time some of our vacation when people were here. Absolutely. We would say to people, "When are you gonna go? When are you gonna go?" And we would try. And I to keep coordinate. repeating
3: it, but. Um, there were like 30 people coming for Festival of the Masters weekend this year. And then Disney canceled it because of the construction. But that weekend, to me, you talk about hitting all the things. You can go to food and wine. If you come early, it's actually, it's usually it's over um, Veterans Day weekend. So you can start the Halloween party. You have the Festival of the Masters. And in my opinion, you have the best weather of the year. I also like the beginning of December. The Christmas decorations are up. The Halloween party's going on. Most everything is open because they're gearing up for the holiday
0: season. You, you mean the Christmas party, Christmas I think. I'm sorry, what did I say? Halloween, Halloween party. I don't
3: really listen to myself. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a lot of things that can overlap October, November, and December. And you're dealing with better weather. Disney World's a lot more fun at 75 degrees. I'm yeah. just out so of Yeah. than 175
0: degrees. <laughs> exactly. I'm afraid to ask. Craig...
5: Um, I don't know why you're afraid to ask <laughs> cuz
0: I feel like a snarky comment is coming my way.
5: No, I actually uh I'm going to expand. I know we're talking about Disney, but my answer is because of also Universal. I would mm-hmm. probably choose the last weekend in September or the first weekend in October because then you have Halloween Horror Nights over there and then everything happening at Disney with the Halloween party and just good weather. Mm-hmm. Well, it starts to get good weather there. It could be hit or miss. Um and then also about the first or second week of February because you have Mardi Gras happening over at Universal, which might not be appropriate for all kids, but I'm speaking more about okay. my demographic, couples that don't have kids yet in their late 20s, early 30s. It's a good time because you have Mardi Gras there, and then you have uh, lower crowds over at Disney. Yeah, I was to say, there's not much going still. on
0: at Disney exactly. during that time.
5: Yeah. Mardi
3: Gras has a great lineup this year
5: it has a really good lineup and if you want to find out about it tune into the universal edition thursday at one o'clock p.m i think it's
1: a, i think it's important to note too that this is common for people now universal has become such a player in the area that a lot of people are considering what's going on in both parks yep. and doing split stays yep. or at least planning day trips out to universal so i think that's big for people
5: yeah i would even say that mardi gras time of the year is an even better time to plan it. halloween horror night you have to throw an extra hundred dollars to go to that event but mardi gras is included in your ticket for so you know if you're going for the day right there you have uh mardi gras over at universal studios florida you can't beat that especially like the first weekend this year's kelly clarkson that that could cost you a hundred dollars to get a ticket for how close you would get to one of her normal shows. Yeah, I don't
0: think she's getting a big paycheck for Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> but Is Universal's uh, Christmas worth it? Would you come just for Universal's Christmas? Be honest. Be honest. Uh, I, mean, I would say no. I don't think.
5: No, only if you pair it with Disney. If you do both, I would do that. But I would never come to Orlando specifically for only Universal's Christmas.
0: I Agree. Cool. Well, thank you, Craig. I think that's a, a good place to wrap this up. I, I thank you guys for listening, and thank you guys for contributing. I think we got a nice, well-rounded look at the year to come, and uh, you know, hopefully this helps helps you guys uh, plan your vacations and decide when you want to visit Walt Disney World. So that is going to do it for this episode of The Diz Unplugged. We will see you next week with another episode on Tuesday. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye.